you could end up, you know, going, oh, this person is is honoring God in different ways that, you know, I really want to go after and they're doing this, yeah. so then I should do this. And you start doing all these other things. And then before you know it, you're completely off track for God's yeah. will for your life, for God's purpose for your life, yep. for the calling that's on your life, Absolutely. because you've decided to follow theirs. We're Anna and Cam, and we are so excited you're here to join us in our conversations on biblical truth, marriage, and healthy living. We know that you were created on purpose for a purpose, and we know that you were called to stand out in this world as you refuse to conform to the culture around you. We're so glad that you're here and pray that our conversations encourage your spirit to be bold in your call for Christ. For God called you to do good, even if it means suffering, just as Christ suffered for you. He is your example, and you must follow in his steps. That is 1 Peter 2.21. 1 Peter 2.21. <laughs> What a great verse. It is. I love starting every single one of these podcasts with a verse just to get us in the right mindset. Yeah, me too. About that. I absolutely am excited to talk about this topic because it is so incredibly difficult to do. Yeah. But also so easy to process. Yep. And I think that's why I love it because I know myself so well and know I love just going, like, okay, I get it. I totally get it. I totally get it. Right. But then finding a way to actually implement is yep. has, has always been a struggle for me. Yeah. So I'm pumped to get into this topic. So Cameron, why should Jesus be our standard? Why should Him Jesus, and him alone. Why should Jesus be our standard? Him and him alone. Yep. Oh, that is a, there's a lot of great reasons. Yep. Um, I would say for me, not for me, just because of who he <laughs> Because of who he is, because he's he's a hundred percent man, and I find a lot of and a hundred percent God and hundred percent God. Yes, <laughs> sorry. acknowledge Let, that too. I was going to get to that oh point. Gosh. I was going to get to that okay. point. Um, I love that he dealt with every single temptation mm -hmm. I have dealt with, plus some. Right. Because I have never had Satan come to me and say, "Would you like everything? Right. Would you like the entire earth for yeah. you to do whatever you want with?" And he said, "No." Yep. He said, no, I, I do not need that. I do mm -hmm. not want that. That's not what I'm going to be about right now. And so I am so thankful that I have yeah. that example because if Christ and Jesus could handle that, then mm -hmm. there's, and there's definitely, I can handle it. Not me by myself, yeah. but with God's strength and God's truth on my heart and in my life, yeah. I can definitely handle it. And he's everything. If you're a Christian, he's yep. absolutely everything. He's our savior. He's, mm -hmm. he's the reason that, um, when we leave this earth, we are not separated from God. He is everything. Mm -hmm. And this world throws so many different things at us that we can so easily turn into idols. Absolutely. Um, because we can reason that they are, you know, good things yeah. and then lean into them. And then all of a sudden we are set off course and mm -hmm. off track, um, replacing Jesus mm -hmm. with this, you know, supposedly good thing that we have found. Yep. And, um, and that's our standard, not Jesus anymore. Absolutely. And that is so insanely dangerous. And I think it's really dangerous because it can happen often without us realizing. Um, something that I think we do quite a bit, or at least I know I have fallen into this, is you know you have somebody that maybe you look up to, you feel inspired by uh, those sorts of things. Yep. But if you're not careful, you make them the standard. And Absolutely. that can never ever be the case. You can be inspired and encouraged by someone. Yep. You can look up to them. You can, um, you can take different pieces of what they're doing yep. and, you know, appreciate it totally. and work with that. Yep. 
but they are never to be the standard. They are mm -hmm. never to be what you're shooting for because yep. ultimately that should always be Christ. Yes. And I think for me, I know this is me and I think this is other people as well is I get so caught up in this because yeah. I'm so easily distracted. I, I'm just like, oh, I just, I need something new. I feel like I'm constantly yeah. needing something new to inspire me constantly a new way to look at something. Yeah. And I get caught up in this mode where I'm just seeking one more different way to look at something so I can feel better about yeah. myself. And maybe there's some like new thing I can discover, whether it be a mentality or a way to look at something right? or whether it be a person and how like that person as an individual can inspire me because it can be very, very hard because Jesus did walk this earth as a man. Right. That was 2000 years ago. And so that can be very difficult sometimes because there are other people in the world that are like right here, very physically, tangibly in front of us. And I can get really caught up. And I know myself of not mm -hmm. remembering. I worship a God that lives outside of physicality. I worship a God that's Yeah, and the Holy Spirit's inside of you. Yeah. And I, I have this this relationship with God that I have access to the God of the universe. And I think it becomes this thing where we, we go towards good. Yeah. When that's one letter too many, we've got God, we have God and we have God's standard in yeah. Jesus. And we are able to then see that standard. And so it's up to us to dive into a relationship with Jesus, to dive into a relationship with God, yep. to study the words of Christ yeah. and everything he has for us. Absolutely. And I think um, sometimes too, like we see maybe pastors that were really inspired mm -hmm. by or Christian influencers on mm -hmm. social media, those sorts of things, people with large platforms of any yep. capacity. And we go, wow, like that is someone who is on fire for God. Yep. And if we're not careful, we start to go after them as the standard. Yep. And um, what's really, really dangerous about that is one, it's making it so Jesus isn't what you're aiming for anymore. So yep. that's danger number one. But two, um, uh, in my experience and in my opinion, even people that are really going after Christ, they're still people. They're still yeah. going to fall short because they're human. And so if we're not careful and we are so locked in on someone who we are encouraged and inspired by and they compromise in a certain area um, or they twist scripture in a certain way, whether it's accidentally or purposely, mm -hmm. um, you can then start to make excuses for that in your head and follow because you trust them yep. and you have them on this pedestal that they were never intended to be on. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's just so important to always check yourself. Yep. I think it's great to have different people pouring into your life um, who are passionately after Jesus, mm -hmm. but never ever make them the standard because Absolutely. you will always be veering off your true north if you do that. Absolutely. And you, you can always it can also be very, uh, you can be disillusioned. Yeah. Like you'd be like, Oh my, Oh, this person yep. was pursuing God going <laughs> after all these great things. And it be ends up becoming this thing where it's like, Oh, they fell. Yep. They failed. And then you get, you end up being like, Oh no. Like what if this, and you can go in this rabbit hole of like, if, if you really put them in that idle spot, yep. that can be a problem. And that's why we always have to look back. There is one perfect, mm -hmm. there is one standard and that's Jesus Christ. Yeah. And all of our hope should be in Jesus. Yeah. Cause all some, some people get so locked in on different teachers of the word, um, and pastors that if, you know, an affair comes out, something like that, something really, really big, if they were putting their hope in that person mm -hmm. instead of Jesus, when that happens, 
they don't know what to do with themselves. Absolutely. They question their faith. Um, they question their whole relationship with Christ. They, they yep. question all these things because they were putting their hope in a person yep. and not God, not Jesus. Yeah. And so it's just, yeah, I think that's one of the lies of the enemy that creeps into more people um, than we maybe acknowledge or realize. I know that's certainly been the case in my life because you go, no, those people, those people love Christ. Like they're mm -hmm. going after him. They're doing this and that. They're doing great things. They have good fruit. Mm -hmm. A lot of them do. But that doesn't mean that they should be your standard. That does not mean mm -hmm. that they're the end all. That's mm -hmm. they're not Jesus. Mm -hmm. And you might even find yourself getting angry at that point. Like maybe you'll yeah. you'll be at this point. You'll have someone that you you just, oh I trust them so much. They're so great. Right. All these things are so godly about them. I'm so thankful for this. And you might be hearing them say things, preaching things that are so uplifting and yep. filling and fill your soul and fill your heart. Yeah. And you just you, there's a new leaf being turned over, and you all these great things are going on. And then when that person lets you down, yeah. when something happens, when the human side of them comes out, or maybe they contradict scripture in some way, it's like, ah, and everything just ruined and all these things go bad. Yeah. And if our hope is in Christ and in Christ alone, when a human being fails us, yeah. our foundation stays yeah. and we don't let that become something that throws us off. We let it be something we go, okay, I'm going to pray for that person. Okay, I'm going to, mm -hmm. you know, be here for that person if you know them personally. Yeah, because they weren't your savior. They you realize that they were not your savior. Absolutely. And I think it's important to also carry this over to churches. Wherever you're yep. going to church, make sure it does not become an idol. Yep. Um, I know for me, our previous church that we left recently, it had become an idol to me at certain points because I loved it so, so much. It was the first time in my entire life I had you know, Christian community and I had turned it into an idol. And so when things came out that we strongly opposed and we left it, I think hit me harder than it should have, um, mm. because it had been an idol and there were, um, different people there, one pastor specifically that I was just enamored with. And after hearing his certain point of view on some things that just shattered, and that was really, really hard for me um, mm -hmm. because I had put him on this pedestal. And so um, when I realized some different things that were off, were off that I had not um, known were going on behind the scenes, that just... It threw you off a lot. It really threw me off mm -hmm. and nothing inappropriate. I just yeah. want to, for anyone who knows where we previously went to church, nothing inappropriate. Nothing inappropriate, just some dif some differences and some... Interpreting scripture. Yeah, basically. Um, and... So for me, I'm realizing because I've had I've struggled since we've left with having a lot of bitterness mm. um, towards some of the people and towards the church. And I think that is because at certain points I had made it into an idol. I mean, I was sold out for Jesus, but I was really sold out for this church. I mean, I I would have gotten a tattoo of the logo somewhere <laughs> on me. I loved it. I didn't. Who says you don't? <laughs> no, stop <Just> it. <laughs> Oh, man. No, but I, I'm just saying I was so enamored with it. I was so sold out on it because this place provided a lot of really fruitful things for me for a long time. Mm -hmm. And when I wasn't careful, I I had given it uh, more of a platform in my heart than it should have ever mm -hmm. had, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And that's not a knock against uh, if you go to a church and you have that. And it's not a knock against any churches where you you feel like, oh, I, I feel at home. Finally. No, I think I it's safe, you finally. should feel at home. You should feel safe. You should love. Yep. I, I'm not saying don't love the church they're at. I think that's so, so important. I'm saying I think I took it too far and put people on pedestals that I never should have. Mm -hmm. And um, 
when we left, had I not done that, I don't think it would have hit me as hard as it mm -hmm. did and is. Yeah, because if, and I, I hope you don't mind me saying this, I don't, I don't say this in any kind of mean way towards you, but if your entirety of your hope and your foundation yeah. was in Christ and not in some of those other things, yeah. it would have been an easier transition yes. and there would have been less hardship in your heart, yep. less worry in your heart. There would have been less um, like wondering, like, is this right? Yep. And so I think that that's a key, a key reason why I'm actually really happy to talk about this today because mm -hmm. it's a good reminder as we are, as we are going through this yeah. that, Hey, no one should ever replace Jesus. Yeah. No one should ever replace God. No one should ever replace the Holy Spirit. There yeah. is there is one God and one God only. And we have to make sure and we have to remember that Jesus is the standard, both when we are comparing others to Jesus and we go, okay, Jesus is the standard. Not in a way where like, you're not Jesus, you're not good enough, but remembering that. And then at the same time in our lives going, okay, Jesus is the standard that and he he can give us the inspiration to walk through life the way he did completely submitted. Well, and to instruction, not just inspiration, yes. instruction. Yes. But and I get, I get what you're saying. Absolutely. The, the other part about it that I think um, we haven't quite touched on yet is yeah. Jesus is also an inspiration in the fact that he completely submitted to God mm -hmm. and completely submitted to God's plan. Yep. And in no way, shape, even though said like, Hey, if this can be taken from me, he yep. asked God that, but he said, thy will be done. Thy will be done. Mm -hmm. And so that's a good reminder for us to, as Jesus being the standard in that way, saying, not my will, but your will be yeah. done. And having that be constantly our um, our thought process through everything. And mm -hmm. I think sometimes we don't realize when we've placed our hope and trust mm -hmm. um, and, and shifted our standard to someone until something deteriorates. Mm -hmm. um, and then it comes to light in our heads. Oh my gosh, like mm -hmm. I shouldn't be this upset about it. It shouldn't have, you know, rocked me in this way. Absolutely. It shouldn't have derailed this, that or whatever. Um, and so... I would just encourage you, like people that you're following, like on social media, make sure that you're not um, setting them as the standard. Make sure there's not pastors at your church that you're setting as the standard. Make sure your church isn't the standard. It yep. should always be Jesus. And it's wonderful to surround yourself with, you know, God loving and God fearing community. Yes. And it's wonderful to um, as be you in, should absolutely not wonderful. You should do this. It's absolutely. not like a, a cherry on top. You should go surround yourself with yes. God-fearing and loving community. And it's good to be inspired Absolutely. and look up to people that are really pursuing Christ. And so I'm not saying that any of those things are bad. Yeah. I'm just saying they can get off balance very quickly when we're mm. not careful. And that can derail a lot. Yes. And so anyone that you know you follow, just do a little heart check. Like ask the Holy Spirit, like, am I doing this with this person and if so like yeah. please rid me of that and that doesn't mean like you you can't like follow that person anymore like their teachings oh, no. or whatever or this and that it's like no 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 no. you just you might need to realign where your priorities are and Absolutely. where you are mentally and really focus it back onto christ if your focus has gone somewhere else um and i think the the most important thing you can do if you if you catch yourself in that or even if right now you're worried like okay am i doing this how do i know yeah. if i'm doing this well, if you are pursuing Jesus mm -hmm. as often as you can, diving into the word, praying, you know, really pursuing your relationship with God, mm -hmm. then you don't leave room for other idols. Yeah. If you're, if you just make Jesus the number one thing that you worship. Yeah. And so practically how well, do you- Well, the only it? thing that you worship. Yes. Yes. The number yeah. one and only thing that you worship. Practically, how do you do that? You dive into the word as much as you can. Every day. You understand, you seek after God's heart. You ask God, hey God- 
help my heart be like your heart for people around me and just for worshiping you. You know, mm-hmm. you want to read the historical recollections and what's written down about God, Jesus, who came. Yeah. And if you understand who he is, it can be very, very easy to want to worship him only because why would you want to counterfeit God? Yeah. Why would you and that's want all it else? is when you do that with anybody else or yeah. any other establishment. Yeah, that's really well said and very important. And I think it's just so, so important to be in God's word every single day, because that's how you're going to get to know his character. And also, um, if you're a Christian, you have the Holy Spirit inside of you and there's the fruit of the spirit. Uh So there's all these different elements that you have through that Mm -hmm. within you because of the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. And don't, don't neglect those. Don't discard them, really lean into them. And don't neglect your time mm-hmm. with God. I think yeah. it's really easy to get just caught up in the busyness of this world. Like, my goodness, we're all busy with different things. Yeah. And it can be really hard to prioritize, Absolutely. like just, you know, set time with God. But for me, like first thing in the morning, like I need to open my Bible because if yep. I don't, I'm going to get busy. I'm going to forget. And it also just helps me set the tone for the entire day. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say this too, like there's different times that I'll have throughout um my life where it's like very structured time with God, like very structured time in prayer is Mm -hmm. what I'm meaning to say. But a lot of the time it's me talking to him all throughout the day at different points. And I really like that. Like I, I know there's some people that say like, if you're not praying at least an hour a day, then, you know, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And I, I would have to very much disagree with that. Mm. Um, Their heart might be in the right place when they say that. And maybe that's what they need to stay on track. But for me, that does start to creep into legalism a little bit, in my opinion. Because for me, like I don't keep track of my conversations with him because they're literally all day, every day. I mean, Mm -hmm. I could be doing anything and I I remember to thank him for something or God, like what should I say to this person? Like, Holy Spirit, guide me or someone will pass me that I'm, you know, walking by in the store and I'm praying for that person, you know, in my head or whatever. And so just like constant conversations with him, I think personally for me, and this could vary person to person, that's more valuable for me. And that's, uh, that reflects a more intimate relationship with me and him, um, Mm. rather than just, nope, like I have to hit that one hour a day quota. And if I don't, Mm. I'm in trouble and I'm not being a good Christian. Mm -hmm. I think not necessarily keeping track of that, Mm -hmm. um, for some people, uh, is actually good because you're incorporating him in everything. Yes, absolutely. I think about it if like that this. that makes sense. I don't know no, if I said that well. No, it does make sense. But let me let me maybe use an analogy that pops yeah. into my head. I mean, we are called, the, the church is called the bride of Christ, right? Right. And so then, again, it's always so beautiful because analogies and, and Jesus and God, they use analogies to speak with us. Like yeah. when you think about this idea, like that planned time that could accidentally be legalistic, well, that could be like date night time. Yeah. You know, obviously yes, we're like, okay, we're going to plan a date night. We're going to sit yeah. down. We're going to do this. Yeah. Like, and so if that's right for you, that's fine. Yeah. That's but, totally fine. But to say that needs to be the case for everyone. No. It's yeah. slippery slope. But sorry, go ahead. But finish not saying it needs to be for everyone, but like there are seasons or times that maybe you do need to say like, Ooh, like I need to schedule some time and really yeah. get into some time with God and really spend some time reading, really spend some time yeah. worshiping, whatever it ends up being. And again, in an analogy kind of way, which can be hard for uh, guys. I know for me sometimes to go like, come like, date in a way, but it is the analogy it's used as marriage is like, yeah, schedule some time, like actually have some time that's yeah. there and good because that's important and will be good quality time to get with God. But then at the same time as that, that doesn't mean like in our dating relationship or our marriage relationship that it's just the 
all around times. Yeah, we yeah. run into each other in the kitchen. It's kind of here and there. And we say hi to each other right. and stuff. And it's not also just we only talk to each other when it's date night time. Right, right. It's a combination of both. Yeah, that's very well said. It's a combination well of having both things where you go, you're running into each other throughout the day, which yeah. is a great work from home, able to see you all the time. <laughs> um, but Yeah, you love that. <laughs> I love it. It's so great. Send help. Um, no, I'm kidding. Um, so it ends up being this thing where we see each other throughout the day and there's a relationship that happens throughout the day. But then also there are specific moments we go, hey, I need some quality time with you right now. I need this time with you and I want to have that time with you. And I think again, in uh, the analogy of marriage, that has been hard for us sometimes saying like, let's schedule some date night times. Like, okay, yeah, we will totally, totally, totally. But we kind of get like busy, 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 busy. And we see how that negatively affects our relationship when we've neglected that for a bit. So there might be certain times where God's trying to speak to you saying, Hey, like I need time with you. Like you're not making time for me. Mm -hmm. I need time with you. And absolutely in obedience, you need to do that. Mm -hmm. And there might be times where like, you're just feeling like, you know, you're having a hard time hearing God's voice and you Mm -hmm. feel kind of forgotten and like he's far away. You need to schedule some time in with him. Like, no. And I think if you are not used to having regular time with God, building that discipline out in a more structured format, there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's actually really good and really important. That was how you were, I would probably say about two years ago. Now you said, I'm every single morning, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to read this much of my Bible. And you did get uh, very into like the hitting the, hitting the thing every single day and doing things. But I was building the discipline to where it turned into me like craving it and me Mm -hmm. really looking forward to that time. And me really feeling often like something was missing if mm-hmm. I didn't do it. Absolutely. And so building those disciplines, you know, that's not legalism. That's important. That's mm-hmm. showing God that, you know, you're you're recognizing his importance yeah. and you're recognizing his authority. And I think that that's wonderful. 100%. I was more speaking to, I've heard people say, if you don't spend one to two hours yes. in prayer each day, I yes. don't want you on my staff. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. Like this check, like a checklist, um, a holiness checklist, you know? Yeah. There are some things, of course, that we need to hold ourselves to a standard of. Yeah. But when it becomes a timed, you know, check, 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 check box that we're- it That you want to be different. careful of that. But yeah. I, I think if you need to implement implement certain habits, um, then absolutely do that. Do mm-hmm. whatever you need to, yep. to know how to walk closely mm-hmm. with Christ and, and to, to honor him in everything that you do and remember mm-hmm. and to not get sidetracked that he is the standard. No and one and to, nothing around you is. Yeah. And you have to pay attention. You have to pay attention to what's happening in your life while this is going on yeah. so that you know how to pivot how to change, how yeah. to try something different. Now it might seem like we've kind of gotten off topic here. Yeah. Like, this idea of like, Hey, read your Bible, read your Bible, read your Bible. Yeah. But, but you won't know his standard you if you're not in the word. Know God's yeah. standard unless you are in the word. Yeah. Because when you're not in the word, your default setting mm-hmm. is to go towards the world standards. Yep. And when you, aren't constantly soaking up and constantly yep. rereading and reminding yourself yeah. of this is what God says and this is God's standard, you will continually find yourself leaning and going towards the standard that the world has for you yeah. because that is the loudest thing around you. Yep. That is the most constant noise that you'll hear around you. Mm-hmm. And so it's very, very important to be in your word, be in your worship, be in a relationship with God so that when you hear the world, yep. the, the analogy of hearing, when you hear the world, you go, that that's drowned out. Yeah. That's noise and truly noise, not something you're even going to process coming in because 
you are constantly hearing mm-hmm. and constantly diving into the word of God and having yeah. that be your capital T truth instead of turning to the noise of the world. Yeah. And so that's why we have to do that because if we don't do that, mm-hmm. Jesus won't be our standard and we'll end up just conforming to the patterns of the world. Absolutely. And I think my last thought on this is just a reminder that even if you are inspired by other Christians who really are truly on fire for Christ, um, their purpose that God has put them on is very likely vastly different than whatever purpose he Mm. has put into you. And so, of course, we're all on the same mission to bring, you know, to honor God, to glorify him, to spread the gospel. We all have that in common. But how we're called to do that um, is very unique and different in a lot of ways for a lot of people. And so you could end up you know, going, oh, this person is is honoring God in different ways that, you know, I really want to go after and they're doing this, yeah. so then I should do this. And you start doing all these other things. And then before you know it, you're completely off track for God's yeah. will for your life, for God's purpose for your life, yep. for the calling that's on your life, Absolutely. because you've decided to follow theirs. Yep. And you're you're always going to be this like, um, like secondhand imitation of that. You know what I mean? You're yeah. not going to be fully and you're never going to feel fulfilled with that either, yep. ever. You're never going to feel fulfilled in that. You are only going to feel fulfilled yeah. when you are in sync with God's will for your life, helping him mm-hmm. bring heaven to earth and partnering with him correctly Absolutely. in the purpose, in the context that he's called you to do. Yep. Doing somebody else's calling and version of that is never going yeah. to make you you know, joy-filled and, and mm-hmm. all of those things. And so I just want to really encourage you, if you've ever been tempted to do that or are doing yeah. it now, just... Stop because you're never going to um, accomplish those yep. things. It's going to be this second grade version of, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, mm-hmm. because it's not God's best for you. And when you are setting Jesus as your standard and, and really him alone as your standard, yeah, you're going to be going after him how you're called to, how you're supposed to. And you're going to be so much more in tune with the Holy Spirit on how you're supposed to live that out. And that is when you're living in your purpose. And that's when you're living in your calling. And that's when you're glorifying uh, Christ the the most powerfully is when you're doing it in that context. Yeah. And I love how you just said like, imitations, secondhand versions, yeah. all those other things. Yeah. There's a million different counterfeits yeah, in this world. all the counterfeit things. And, but and some I, are very like alluring, like you want to go after them. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, it ends up being this, we are supposed to be imitators of one thing. Yep. Jesus, mm-hmm. Jesus, Jesus. That's, that's it. it. We're supposed to imitate Jesus. And that's yep. what we're supposed to do. And so it's interesting because um, you, you might've heard this analogy before or not analogy before this, this uh, side of things before the title Christian mm-hmm. was a title given to like, it was an insult. You're a little Christ. Oh, you're just like a little Christ. And you're yeah. a little Christ. And it's like, yes, <laughs> yes, I am. Yes. Yes. Let's call ourselves Christians, you know? Yeah. And so it ends up being this, we shouldn't be little versions of somebody else. Yeah, of anybody else. We should have people pouring into us and filling yes. us up and teaching us there. Of course, there's relationships in the Bible right. where that happens, you know, all the oh, time. Oh, absolutely. We're disciples of disciples of disciples of disciples. Yeah, and that is good. But at the end of the day, there is one mm-hmm. standard we all need to be going towards and one God we are worshiping. Yep. And it is always going to be Jesus and we yep. have to worship Jesus. So um, that is the the basics of it. And that's why Jesus is our standard. But thank you so much, everyone, for watching this episode of the Transform Living Podcast. Um, it was great to talk about this idea of Jesus being the standard in our lives. Um, hopefully this has encouraged you. If it has, please give it a like. Please comment anything that you like or any questions you might have on the YouTube video if you're on YouTube. If you're on Apple Podcasts or finding out any other podcast platform, please leave us five stars so people know that it's a great thing to listen to 
too and check out. We're just so thankful that you joined us today. Hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll hope to see you soon. Thank you so much.